It's time for Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater. Part two of the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo. What song does a star sing when it's all by itself? What sound does a comet make when it's flying around? Did you know that the sun enjoys playing the drums? Did you know that the moon has a favorite tune? Well, you might think that outer space is a quiet place, but there's a melody. All that astronomy I roam through galaxies Looking for sounds that interest me There's too many to mention If I just pay attention Songs and sounds, music and noise As much fun as a box full of toys Songs and sounds, music and noise I'll catch them all with my lasso And bring them to you I'm Mary Farfisa Today's episode, Novice Dancer on the Streams of Time Mary Farfisa. In last week's adventure, Frisco and I were on the planet Moxo Boxo. Moxo Boxo is one of the strangest planets in the universe. It's called the Disappearing Planet because with every passing day, a little more of the planet vanishes. All of the cities that were once spread all over Moxo Boxo are now crowded into one big city because the rest of the planet has disappeared. The mysterious force that's causing this to happen is called the Big Nothing. Me, Briscoe, and Witchway were in the office of Zeus Meridian, a private ear. We wanted Zeus Meridian to find Briscoe, who was missing. But then, Briscoe showed up and wasn't missing anymore. But the funny thing was, he didn't remember where he'd been while he was gone. Then, Handyman Howe showed up in the big toolbox he travels through space in. He had his assistant with him, a girl named Jane Seurat. Seurat with an exclamation point. It's her trademark. Handyman Howe said he was there to fix whatever was going on on Moxo Boxo and keep it from disappearing entirely. He said that the rest of us, me, Briscoe, Witchway, Zeus Meridian, and Jane Seurat were going to assist him. How are we going to do that, Handyman Howe? That remains to be seen. The toolbox always takes me to A, where my services are needed, and B, to the precise spot where those who can help me do my work are. I have shown up here among all of you. Therefore, you are the ones who can help me fix the problem on Moxo Boxo. 
Handyman Howe, I guess you're new here and don't know. The best minds on Moxobox who have been trying to stop the big nothing for centuries. But the best minds on Moxoboxo are peanuts compared to mine. He's Handyman Howe. When the universe breaks down, he's the one to fix it. So what are you going to do, Handyman Howe? Let's start by finding out what happened in that missing chunk of the day that Briscoe can't remember. In the meantime, the rest of you figure out how you are uniquely capable of helping me solve this problem. Briscoe, I suspect that someone erased your memory of what happened after you left the music box gallery, but things can never be really erased, only covered up by something else. What we need to do is open that space horse head of yours. Handyman How? You can't open up Briscoe's head! The missing memory shouldn't be hard to spot. There's probably not much else in Jane Seurat, that's enough. Briscoe's ten times smarter than you! He won't feel a thing, Mary. What tool will you be using, Handyman How? The sonic can opener. Hey, wait a minute. My head isn't a can. Don't worry, Briscoe. It won't really open your head up. It will unlock what's in there, so we can find out where you've been. Well, okay. Outstanding! Would you look at that, a giant flying can opener. That's amazing. The amazing is the ordinary for Handyman Howe. That's my line! It doesn't matter who says it, Jane Seurat. It's true, no matter who says it. The sonic can opener is hovering over Briscoe's head. Now, a little beam of light is coming out from it. And settling right in between Briscoe's ears. Hey. I remember what happened. I had just walked out of the music box gallery when I noticed a strange vehicle hovering above me. Hmm, that's a strange looking air car. Uh, hello? Hello? Are you trying to get my attention? Are you following me? You know, you're starting to make me nervous. Especially that big green beam that's coming right at me. Hey, wait a minute. Stop. The next thing I knew, I was inside the vehicle. There were strangely dressed people inside it in silvery outfits. It was hard to see them clearly, but I realized that their vehicle wasn't a spaceship. It was a time ship. They were travelers from the future, and they were scanning me to see what I had in my saddlebag. Well, that must have taken a while. Briscoe's got everything in there. Well, apparently not everything. They didn't find what they were looking for. We failed. We intercepted the space horse too soon. He has not yet come into possession of the music box. And our time here is ending. We must return to the future. And if we make it back, Moxo Boxo will be too far gone for us to ever come back again. The time traveling mechanism will have vanished with everything else. We've blown our last chance to get the music box. You're right. Our mission has failed. 
Our link to the Space Force's timeline is breaking down. Yes. Erase his memory and put him back, as close to where he was as possible. If he remembers us taking him, he may do something that will alter the events that lead him to getting the music box. We won't be able to come back for the box again. But maybe he'll meet someone who knows what to do with it. And that would be me. This makes everything perfectly clear. It does? Yes, of course. Jane Seurat, why don't you tell the others what we've learned from this? The fact that Moxoboxians from the future are looking for a music box to stop the planet from finally disappearing for good shows that the legends about the marvelous music box of Moxoboxo are true. It confirms that the existence of Moxoboxo depends on the well-being of the music box. The goal of their time travel project was, is, and will be to intercept the music box somewhere in their past and bring it to their future. Hmm, she is kind of smart, but Briscoe doesn't have the marvelous music box. He was just picking up the Pixel Mixian music box for the listeners. Well, obviously, the time travelers from the future know that Briscoe is going to come into possession of the music box somewhere around this time. They probably haven't fine-tuned their time traveling enough to intercept him when he actually has it. They showed up before he gets it. That's right, Jean Seurat. But I have no doubt that Briscoe is going to have that marvelous music box in his hands. I mean, hooves, very soon. Oh, boy. How many stairs you gotta climb to see this private ear anyway? Frisco, look! In the doorway! Why, it's Willie the Worm! What's he doing here? I'm looking for lightning, Fairy Marmisa! Um, you don't need to call us those names anymore, Willie. Oh, okay, Frisco. How you doing? Not bad, how are you? Okay, but I'm telling you, these stairs. I know, they're exhausting. Hey, try going up them with no feet. Don't be nice to him. Willie the Worm sold us out when we were running from the Crone Brigine. Ah, uh, don't hold a grudge, Mary. What was I gonna do, me against five mechanical guys riding robot sharks? I stalled them as long as I could, but they was gonna use the wormhole whether I helped them or not. You didn't have to tell the Crone Brigine where Briscoe and I were going. They can read minds, Mary Farfisa. They was gonna do a psychic probe on me. Hmm. Briscoe, you must introduce us to your friend. Now, I can see he's a rather large worm wearing dark sunglasses. And he seems to be some sort of small-time criminal. Hey, whoa! Not judging, not judging. Merely assessing the talents of my team. I don't know nothing about no team. I'm just looking for Briscoe. I got something for him. Good thing I ran to the information jewel downtown and told me you was on your way here. Anyway, I got something you might be interested in, Briscoe. It's the music box. Hey, are you two doing psychic probes? Yeah, it's a music box. Word is, Briscoe, you're going around the galaxy digging up old music boxes for the listeners. And I figured you might be able to take this one off my hands. For a very reasonable price, of course. Hey guys, if you're gonna be using my office as a conference center, I'm gonna start charging. Have you figured out the role you'll be playing in all of this Zeus Meridian? Uh, no, not really. 
I have. Well, good for you, Miss. Sura, with an exclamation point. It's her trademark. Anyways, take a look. That worth anything to you? That's it. It's the marvelous music box of Moxo Boxo, just like the one in the painting by Rafael Angela Mona da Vinci. Uh, yeah, sure, that's the one. It's worth a lot of dough, huh? It's priceless, Willie. It's been hidden since the planet was created. But people have been looking for that music box for the entire history of Moxo Boxo. How did you get it, Willie? It, uh, fell off a truck. Sure it did. Hmm. That's the genuine marvelous music box. What a remarkable device. A planet genesis mechanism in the form of a music box. Wow! Yes, I'm sure you're impressed, but such discoveries are routine for us. It's a pity, though. The music box wouldn't have done the time travelers any good, even if they had shown up now and taken it from you, Briscoe. It needs to be wound up. It's still playing, but much slower than it is meant to. And that's why Moxo Boxo is slowly disappearing. But the real problem is, its wind-up key is missing. It can't be wound up. And that is what the Moxo Boxians of the future are really after. The wind-up key, not the box. Exactly which way? They thought that if they got their hands on the music box in the past, they could recover the wind-up key. In their time, the future, the music box is about to stop altogether. And they can't wind it up again because the wind-up key is gone. They should have looked back further in time for it. Well, that would be a lot harder for them to do. The further back in time they went to get the key, the further they'd have to travel with it back to the future. Traveling upstream in time is a lot harder than traveling back. It would be easier to get back to the future from here, the present, than from a time further back from here. Get it? Oh, I do get it. And you seem to know a lot about time travel for a private ear. Ah. Uh, so what's the problem? Can't you just wind the box up with something else? What about one of the tools in your toolbox, Handyman How? Oh, Mary, your cluelessness is almost adorable. My tools wouldn't work on a device like this, Mary. Its technology is too ancient and too alien. I'm afraid only the real wind-up key can wind the music box up. That's why those time travelers from the future are going to such lengths to find it. Uh, hey, uh, not for nothing, but, uh, why are all these crumpled balls of paper on the floor? Zeus Meridian is a writer. Just not a very good one. Time will tell if that's true or not, Mr. Meridian. But there is something you're very good at. Being a private ear. In fact, you're so good at it that you've been approached by parties in the present who've asked you to find the lost wind-up key. Am I right? Hey, you're pretty bright, handyman, how? Bright? He's incandescent. Well, you seem okay, handyman, how? So I'm going to be up front with you. I was hired to locate the key to the music box a while back, but so far, no luck. 
That key is as vanished as the other half of Moxo Boxo. I believe you're right about that. That's why you've been looking for it in the same way those people who took Briscoe were looking. You've been going back in time for it. Why don't you tell us that story? It was a rainy night on Moxo Boxo. Rain slid down the jewel-shaped buildings and poured down onto the streets below. I was just about to close the office for the night when they appeared in the doorway. The job they gave me was hard, impossible maybe. They had a marvelous music box that had been passed down since the beginning of the planet Moxo Boxo. A box that needed to be wound up before the whole planet disappeared. And they wanted me, Zeus Murdy and Private Ear, to find it. Problem was, the key was gone, really gone. As gone as the half of Moxo Boxo that had already disappeared. But I poked around. I listened. I pressed my private ear to the walls of shady places. And I listened to rumors and secrets and stories that were half true. And I pieced some things together. The last one who had definitely had that music box when it still had the wind-up key was a Renaissance painter called Raphael Angela Mona Da Vinci. She was one of the marvelous music box's long line of guardians. If I could go back in time, I could get that wind-up key and bring it back to the people who hired me so they could wind up the box. Problem is, time travel ain't easy. And then, to make matters worse, here in the present, the people who hired me lost the marvelous music box, too. How did that happen? They were moving the marvelous music box to an even more secret location, and it fell off the truck. See, I told ya. Can we use the toolbox to go back in time to look for the wind-up key, Handyman How? The toolbox has journeyed through time on many occasions. But in fact, it is not a time machine. But there are many ways to travel through time, and whenever I need to, I take advantage of one of those ways. Now, Mr. Meridian, what means have you been using to go back in time? Stick around and I'll show you. I hear my time-traveling buddy coming up the stairs now. Oh, man. These stairs. They gonna fix that elevator soon? Don't hold your breath. I can't catch my breath. Those stairs are too much. A man with long, dark hair walked into Zeus Meridian's office. He was wearing a faded leather motorcycle jacket and strange goggles that had numbers and hands on the lenses just like little clocks. The man was carrying a carved wooden flute, and he had several other flutes of varying sizes slung over his shoulder. Everyone, let me introduce DJ Time. That's D-J-T-Y-M-E. With an exclamation point? DJ Time plays the time flute. It's a secret art where he comes from. It uses music to open up the streams of time. With a master player of the time flute, you can travel to whenever you need to go. How you doing, everyone? DJ Time is a master of the time flute. But we have one big problem. We need to find a good time dancer for him to work with. A time dancer? Yes. The time flute can open up the streams of time. But you have to have a time dancer to move through time to get where you want to go. There aren't many time dancers in the universe. It takes a rare natural ability to do it right. Time dancers need to be extremely accurate when they move you through time. Or you could wind up anywhere. Your time dancer could relocate you to a core of a planet. Or to the bottom of the ocean. That's what happened with the first two we tried. 
Each time we barely made it back. One put us in the ocean. It took me a week to get all the seaweed and fish out of my office. Yeah, and then there was that other one who put us inside the volcano. Got out three Mickey dots before it erupted. We've tried three time dancers so far. Not one has been able to get us to Raphael, Angela, Mona, Da Vinci. Those time dancers all quit after their first try. Said it was too dangerous. DJ Time can open up the time streams with his flute, but we need a time dancer to navigate us back to Raphael Angela Mona Da Vinci. Hey, I know. Which way's a navigator? And she's a dancer now, too. Maybe she could dance us back to the Renaissance. DJ Time just said that few dancers have the natural ability to time dance. Well, maybe which way does have the natural ability. I think Mary is on to something. Everyone who is present where the toolbox takes us has something valuable to contribute. The toolbox took us to Zeus Meridian's office, and there was Witchway. This may be the role that Witchway will play in our mission. I am only a beginner at dancing, and I have never attempted time dancing, but I am willing to try. So, that was the plan. We were going to turn Zeus Meridian's office into a time machine and go back and get the wind-up key from Raphael Angela Mona da Vinci. DJ Time began to play, and the little clock hands on his goggles started spinning. We all sat in a circle on the floor, except for Witchway, who started to dance as soon as DJ Time started to play his time flute. And boy, could which way dance? She seemed to go into a trance, and she started dancing in circles all around us. She might put us inside a volcano, but I have to say, she's got rhythm. Then, the time streams appeared. They looked like a mixture of water and stars, and they started flowing around us and over us. But as Witchway continued dancing, the time streams all started flowing toward her. Look how the time streams are swirling around her! The walls of Zeus Meridian's office are starting to change! She's transporting us somewhere! The ceiling's going dark! And the floor's disappearing! Hey, I see stars where the floor was! And all around us, too! And look! Just shot by. Uh oh. I think Witchway's transporting us to outer space. That's exactly what she's done. We're in orbit above Moxo Boxo. But look, it's not the Moxo Boxo of the present. Look how the stars are aligned. We're in orbit above the Moxo Boxo of the Renaissance. This is wonderful. It shows that which way has a natural ability to move things around the time streams. Well, I don't think much of her ability. We need to get to Raphael Angela, Mona da Vinci's studio. It does us no good at all to be floating in outer space. Patience, Jane Seurat. This is her first time. I'll bet she can fine-tune her navigation of the time stream. She needs to do it quick. Some of us get 
up here. Handyman Hal, Zeus, Meridian, and Willie the Worm can't breathe in outer space like the rest of us. We need to get down to that planet, quick! Mary, can you get which way's attention? I don't know, she's pretty carried away with her dancing. Look at her leap, and twirl, and... Flutter? Flutter! But I'll try. Which way? Which way? Yes, Mary Farfisa? Oh, we are in space. How did we get here? DJ Time started playing his time flute. Oh, yes. The music is wonderful. It swept me away. And then the time stream started to swirl around us, and you started dancing. Yes, the music from the time flute just made me want to move. And then Zeus Meridian's office disappeared, and, um, now we're all floating in outer space. Oh, dear. We don't want to go to outer space. I've caused another boogie incident. I feel terrible. Not as bad as I do. Don't feel bad, which way? You're doing fine. You just have to concentrate and refine your aim a little. I don't think I can do this. I really tried to get us to Raphael Angela Mona da Vinci's studio, but I put us all out here. You can do it, which way? After all, you've been a navigator for over 300 years. Whoa, she's older than she looks. That's true, Mary. I am a skilled navigator, but I am only an amateur dancer, a novice. All that means is you have to try again. Just crumple up the paper and try again. Ah, I see the relevance of your metaphor. All right, let me see if I can get us to where we want to go. Hmm, perhaps I was not using all of my resources. I am accessing my databanks on the interstellar starship that is me to find Raffaella Angela Mona da Vinci's location in the Renaissance. Is this gonna take long? Shh, look. Already, All the stars blinked out one by one, and then we could no longer see the planet Moxo-Boxo beneath us. Then, suddenly, there was air to breathe again, and that air smelled like paint. We looked around us, and we were no longer sitting on the floor of Zeus Meridian's office, and we were no longer in outer space. We were sitting on the floor of an artist's studio, surrounded by easels holding unfinished paintings. And there was a tall, vibrant woman with flowing brown hair standing at one of the easels, with a paintbrush in her hand. It was Raphaelangela Mona da Vinci. Which way had done it? She had transported us back to the great painter's studio. Raphaelangela Mona da Vinci allows no one into her studio when she is working. We're sorry, Miss Mona da Vinci, but it's an emergency. How intriguing. A little girl with a round white head. It's not my head. It's a space helmet. It is? Go ahead. 
So it is. Well, you are intruders, but at least you're interesting intruders. A dancing woman, a man with a flute, a horse with a purple mane, a disturbingly large worm with dark glasses, a girl with a snotty expression on her face, a tall man in a long coat, and why, I don't believe it! Raphael Angela, we've come on a very important mission. It is you, Honeyman Hal, you've returned to me. Uh, well, yes, Raphael Angela. It is me, but... You two know each other? Well, yes. I have a great many friends all over space and time. But we... we were so much more than friends, were we not? Where have you been, you rascal? You said you'd return ages ago. Oh, I've been busy. You know, uh, out here in space and, and all those things that need fixing. You know, when the universe needs fixing. So you forgot all about me, waiting for you here on Moxo Boxo. No, of course not. It's just that. Oh, I'm teasing, Howie. I have no shortage of suitors, but you could have written. Oh, you're right. Of course. Call me Paint Muffin like you used to. Ew. Uh, uh, Paint Muffin, there is an emergency in the future that concerns that marvelous music box that you're taking care of. Come, why don't we go out on the balcony and I'll explain it to you. No one's let the music box go unwound, have they? You know, Moxo Boxo could disappear if that happens. Uh, that's what we're trying to stop. Yes, by all means, then tell me how I can help. I will. When Raphaelangela Mona da Vinci heard that we needed to borrow the wind-up key and take it back to the future, she was happy to give it to us. She knew she could trust Handyman Howe, and she understood how important the marvelous music box was and how much the future of Moxo Boxo depended on it. DJ Time played his flute again, and the time streams poured into the great artist's studio and which way guided us back to Zeus Meridian's office without a hitch. She had gotten the hang of time dancing. She was a natural. When we got back, Handyman Howe wound up the marvelous music box that Willie the Worm had tried to sell to Briscoe. Then Zeus Meridian gave the wound up music box to the people who had hired him to find the key. It had been an exciting adventure, but now we all had other places to go, so we got ready to say goodbye. I hope you'll keep trying to write your novel, Zeus Meridian. Oh, I'll keep trying which way. I'll finish it too, unless I run out of paper to crumple up. I still haven't thought of a great name for my fictional private heir, but I have thought of a great title for the book. Really? What will you call it? I'm gonna call it Novice Dancer on the Streams of Time. You have to admit, it's poetic. Good morning, Moxo Boxo. Today starts with some exciting news from observation posts all over the city's edges. Parts of Moxo Boxo are coming back. Small patches of air, water, and land have all been spotted outside the city's edges, suggesting that the parts of Moxo Boxo that have disappeared and have been gone for centuries may be coming back. 
Chow was already being called to another emergency out among the stars. I talked to him just before he got back into the toolbox. You did it, Handyman How! All the parts of Moxo Boxo that disappeared are coming back again. It won't be long before the whole planet has reappeared, I bet. Mmm, yes. You fixed the big nothing, but you don't look happy about it. I'm not happy about it, Mary Farfisa. Not entirely. The big nothing made it necessary for all the citizens of the planet to live together and get along. Once the whole planet comes back, they'll spread out and start living further and further away from each other. What's wrong with that, Handyman How? When people live close together, they see that they're not so very different from each other. When they live on other sides of the world, they imagine that they are very different indeed. And they dream up all sorts of things not to like about each other. How can you fix that, Handyman How? I can't, Mary Farfisa. There are some things that even Handyman How can't fix. Oh. Handyman How. Is that girl giving you a job application? No, Jane Seurat. I'm not sure Jane Seurat and I could ever get along. I wouldn't be so sure about that, Mary. After all, who knows what can happen in time. We hope you enjoyed Novice Dancer on the Streams of Time, today's episode of Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater, written and produced by Jim Sheff. Carol Albach starred as Mary Farfisa. Isaac Andrews played Time Traveler Number 1 and Willie the Worm. Nancy Andrews played Time Traveler Number 2. Leslie Baker appeared as Witchway. Jim Sheff played Briscoe the Space Horse. James Asapi saved the universe, or at least Moxo Boxo, as Handyman How. Katie King played the snotty but lovable Jane Seurat. That Seurat with an exclamation point, it is her trademark. Hunter Redday played DJ Time and performed the amazing flute music we heard as we traveled the time streams. April Stalder played the role of Raphael Angela, Mona da Vinci, and Tim Stokes appeared as Zeus Meridian, Private Ear. Mary Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Sheff, all rights reserved. <laughs>